What's up, Pats Nation? Michael Lake is here. Uh, I believe I don't can't remember. We're a week past. We uh, we got caught up last week. I couldn't make it to the show, uh, and so we had to kind of uh, kick it out a week. What is this? Is this episode five? I think this is episode. Am I right about that, fellas? Who's count? Who's count? <laughs> oh, we're counting a lot after uh, watching what uh, the Patriots have been putting on the field for the past uh, past six weeks. Uh, so I believe, yeah, this is episode five. Patriots, uh, Pat's Tailgate Party Podcast. My name is Michael Lakis here today with my brother and my dad, Andrew Lakis and Doug Lakis. Fellas, how you doing today? I'm like, hope, right. hope, hope you're feeling better this week. Yep, yep. Feeling better for sure. Feeling better for sure. Although the Patriots aren't really helping with that. I got to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Red Sox, Red- <laughs> Celtics, Bruins. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm good, man. Good. Um, happy to be with you guys and be back on it after having a week off. But here we are. Yeah, we're back. And uh, Andrew, to your point, we are recording a day after uh, all three Boston sports teams lose uh, Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox. Uh, the Red Sox have, have lost uh, two straight to the Astros and are now on the brink of, a, uh, I was about to say extinction, uh, <laughs> brink, <laughs> of, brink of elimination. Uh, They're endangered species right now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. But it's good to be here. This is a, a, a Patriots fans podcast from our perspective uh, and your perspective, but, uh, but it was a pretty dismal night in Boston sports last night. I got to be honest with you. Uh, let's kick right into it. we got a little bit of time today. Uh, last uh, week, uh, we again, couldn't do the show. If we would have been able to do the show, uh, you would have known that uh, the, the Patriots beat the Houston Texans 25, 22, uh, late game heroics in Houston. I was actually at the game. I live in, in the Austin area and we traveled over to go to the game. Uh, it was cool stadium, by the way, really cool stadium, but Wow. Uh, defensively, especially early on in that game, they made Chris Moore a practice squad player look like Jerry Rice. And it was really frustrating until late in the game when we finally saw a win. Uh, and then let's uh, that's pretty much all. Unless you got you guys have anything about the Houston game. It was a win. Uh, it was pretty ugly early on. But any any just I know it's been a couple of weeks. Any takeaways before we get into what we saw last week against Dallas? They won the game. That's, that's about <laughs> all I can say. Yeah, I and mean, that's, that's important at this point. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think from a fan perspective, I just, it just same old, same old, even though they won, I was happy they won. I mean, watching the fumble on the goal line oh. with Damian Harris and letting guys run down for 65 yard touchdown passes and, and you know, Mac trying to do a little too much yeah. uh, and put too much on his shoulders. It just was another one of those weeks where you're like, oh, okay, the rebuild is going to be. I, I forgot what it's like to be the fan of a rebuilding team, but here we are. Yeah. Ooh. You know, the funny part about that comment, though, is that if when I think of a rebuilding team, I generally think of like a young team that's inexperienced. And when I look at this Patriots roster, I don't see a lot of youth. So I don't know no. how to like. We can't. We talked about that, Mike, and I this uh, Monday when you called me, Mike, uh, your event session. But uh, if this is rebuilding, all the linebackers are thirty-one years old. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so, so I don't see any young guys on the horizon. I mean, but yeah, no. Look, you're right. I, I mean, literally, I there's. <laughs> Let's just let's let's move on from Houston. They, your dad, I think it was a good point. They got to win. Andrew, your takeaway is really good. Try to do too much. We saw some semblance of the offense coming on a little bit. 
in Houston, which was good. <clears throat> the defense still can be very frustrating, but I want to, I want to fast forward and you're right, dad. We had, we had a good venting session on Monday when it comes to this Dallas game. I just got to tell you, I don't even, we'll get into the game or whatever, but I'm so, I, it, here's the thing. It wasn't even about Dallas. And I told you this on Sunday night, Andrew, you were in a bad place when I called on Sunday night, by the way, you were just in a <laughs> real, you're real monotone, real, like, like it was crazy talking to you that night. But like this team should be four and two. Like, I'm not even like, okay, let's say they lose the Dallas. Dallas is more talented. They pretty much dominated the whole game. Mike McCarthy kept shooting himself in the foot. They should have probably won by like 35, but they didn't. And so the Patriots had a chance to win the game lost in overtime. We've all seen it. We all know it, but like, I still get mad about the Miami game when you're and being Oh, and four at home and not being able to stop Tua which by the way is going to be the least of our problems. If the dolphins complete a trade for Watson this week, because then it's, it, it opens up a whole new can of worms, which we can talk about, but this team, you get a stop against the dolphins, maybe get a stop against the saints. Don't fumble the ball late against the dolphins. Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, yeah, you beat the jets, which they should do this week. Also Tampa, don't kick a field goal, get a first down. Go beat Brady on his like. There's so that's that's the irritating thing to me about this team is that they should be four and two, and yet teams keep handing them games and they keep puking it away. Well, let, there's a common theme here, though. You know, you go back to Miami fumble going into win. Tampa fumble deep in the Tampa end when they don't get they get no points. There's a pick six Sunday against Dallas when they were, they were ahead <laughs> and trying to run out the clock. I like so, that play call, though. Dead, I, I, a, I, a, a great play call. Bad execution. Um, yeah, correct. I mean, it, but never mind that if Aguilar catches the ball, he may score on the slant that, oh. that, he, that he dropped. Oh. So, so, but the, the common theme is they're making mistakes they haven't made. It, it, normally, in the past, if the teams played like Dallas and Tampa did, the Patriots win the thing going away. So that that's it's it, you know. Yeah, but we. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I was. Um, I mean, it's frustrating to watch Mike when he called me on Sunday night. I was just <laughs> still not sure what I had just watched oh. and making sense of it. I mean, you know, I, I think that we talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago. I think come back to it. Um, it's time to it's time to just reset expectations and you almost have to take the Patriots brand off and do like a blind reset where it's like, yeah. because if not, you're going to keep comparing them to teams of the past. You're going to say, well, when teams come in, we normally do. And this just, they're not, they're not good. Yeah. I mean, dad, I think you said a couple weeks ago, it's the, it's the old Parcells uh, wisdom of you, you are what you are. You are what your record is. I mean, that's right. Sure. They could be four and two. They could have uh, kicked field goal. They could have not fumbled the ball. They could have, uh, you know, maybe given up 18 yards instead of 24 on third and 25. But, you know, if a pig had wings, it could fly. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, they're two and four and they're, they look like a two and 14. They sure um, do. And they I'll sure tell you do. what, the defense in particular oh might look like a one in five or an own 16 because they don't make plays when they need play. Well, I was about to say, so, so you bring up a couple of good points here. First of all, we're big fans of Jim Mora 
uh, on this show. And if you haven't seen it, there's one that, you know, you've seen Diddly Poo and you've seen uh, Playoffs. But there's one, Jim Moore, that's Playoffs. really good that I sent to you guys the other day, which is the woulda, coulda, shoulda uh, quote when he's talking right. about the Saints and he's going, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Good teams don't have to worry about that. And so what he's talking about is exactly what you're saying, which is could have had this, don't fumble, could have done this, don't throw an interception, blah, 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 blah. Well, the reality is a good team doesn't have to worry about could have, would have, should have. So that's the first thing. No, and, and bad ahead. teams and in bad teams, it happens to them every week. Right. So, <laughs> right. I mean, that's kind of like Andrew said, that's kind of where we're at. So maybe we need to, you know, change the expectations back to 1993 Oof. when all Oof. of the same no. thing were going on and then we well, rebuilt going from there. So that's that, the start I mean, of the blood. So era. So that's true. Right. Get down with that. So, you know, well, you said defense though, Andrew, so their defense. So here's the frustrating thing. Their defense for like 85% of the game looks like a four and two defense. And then like when they need a stop late in the game or in a key spot, then they look like an O and six defense. Like I can't figure it out. Like, like let's, let's talk about one play in that game in particular that's driving every Patriots fan crazy today. And it has been since Sunday, third and 25 Dallas just shoots himself in the foot again, gets a holding call and an unsportsmanlike call. So the unsportsmanlike call, by the way, which they accepted, not only moved him back 15 yards, but took the down because it was after the play. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, this is, oh man, like, I mean, that's just the ultimate Mike McCarthy move, right? So then they, then they, if, and if you've, if you haven't seen it, go to Boston Sports Journal, Journal.com, Boston Sports Journal.com. Greg Bedard does great stuff there. He's got a full breakdown on this play. I don't know what they cover were. Cover one robber. Cover baby. one robber. Cover that's one what he robber. said. He said they were in cover one robber, which, by the way, if you're going to run cover, cover one robber, maybe blitz more than, or, or rush more than two people. I don't know because you got guys in tight man coverage and it the, the, it broke down in the back end, but they had Judon and who else? I can't remember who was on the edge. I don't know if it was Uche. Adrian Phillips. Was it Adrian Phillips? The, Adrian end? Phillips, because that was the point in the game when we decided to take away the flat pass. So Zeke <laughs> <laughs> Pollard. You know, because we hadn't done it all game. And the well, the worst part about that is Mike earlier, you and dad said that they were giving up 12 to 15 yards to the flat to Zeke and Pollard. 12 and 15 yards would have been great on third and 25. That yeah, it makes it, a, it makes it a 10. Yeah. And then it makes it a 60 yard field goal instead of 49. Well, we yards. took that away. We took that away <laughs> instead of funneling to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, you bring two people, you got Judon and Phillips in the flat, two rushers up the middle, no pressure on, on Dak. And then you run. And by the way, I, let's be clear. The offensive play was a great call. From Dallas, I mean, it was a beautiful call from Dallas to get Lamb, who they hadn't guarded all game, on an in-cutting route. And and you know, at first when I saw it, I thought Jalen Mills was to blame. He got toasted no. all night. But it was actually, if you if you look again, if you look at this breakdown by Bedard, BostonSportsJournal.com, Mill uh, uh, J.C. Jackson, I think, was on the other side and should have been yeah, in the middle of the field. Although, could he have gotten there? You guys have seen, I don't think he could get in the middle of the field. I think it was just a well-executed play on offense and not a great nah, defensive call. It's a bad play call. It's a bad call. You're in the wrong defense. I think uh, Greg's right about this. Um, uh, third and 25, 
um, you're playing cover three or cover four at the sticks. You're letting anything get completed in front of you and you're swarming the ball and tackling. Like the one thing you can't do is give up a touchdown. Uh, and they were just in the wrong coverage. Like they're in the wrong coverage. They should have brought and pressure. It, and they should have brought talk pressure. About happening, talk about happening every week. I mean, there's three or four big plays defensively every week where they're in the wrong coverage. I mean, at some point, somebody's got to be held to account for that. Well, that's I mean, I'm going to and I'm going to venture to say that on the offensive side of the ball, they don't think they're going to pick up 25 yards on third down or 25. Well, they're, yeah, they're, you know, I mean, they ran a play. Yes, they did 24 and they made 24. But normally you're trying to get 15, 18 yards on that play. Well, you know, I, again, the call wasn't good. That leads me to another, you know, issue with maybe the defense. I, I'm not sure how how prepared this defense is, and I'm not sure the leadership on this defense from the sideline is very good. But that's just that's well, who's who's opinion. the defensive coordinator of this team? Does anybody know? Steve Belichick and 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 uh, Mayo, right? The two of them. Do we know that? I, I mean, know. is that like? I don't know. <laughs> I just, look, man, I watch it on Sunday and, it, and I, and I just doesn't look good. I don't, I don't know oh. the details behind it. So, so uh, go ahead, Andrew, go ahead. No, no, no. I just, I mean, that was the, that was, that was, you know, everybody's all up in arms about the touchdown they gave up to I mean, the game was over. What? I mean, who, they weren't going to stop then. No, I mean, you hadn't stopped them all day. You probably should have gone for it on fourth and three. Um, Glad you brought I, that I up. don't, I still don't, I don't. Well, the one thing that gives me hope as a fan is that Belichick usually um, makes hard decisions and he usually is analyzing and assessing where teams at and he adjusts. Now it's been six weeks and the adjustments have been slow, but my, my hope is there there may be a possibility that, over the next few weeks, he does make the adjustment and say, look, I thought the defense was going to have us in positions to win games. We keep the game close. The offense might be able to sneak it out. And I think he's got to actually flip it. I think he's got to let Mac and the offense, uh, the offensive line looks like it's getting healthier. It looks like it's getting a little bit better. I thought Stevenson and Harris popped uh, the other day and the, and the receivers are getting open uh, more open than they were before. I think we got to stop playing this like, 80 what it's like the 90 uh was it 89 <laughs> bills uh giants uh defensive mm-hmm. oh. plan where it's like let's slow down the k gun and hope that <laughs> scott norwood misses a field goal at the end like i i think the nfl's changed a little bit um we need more more offensive possessions well that's I will say, go ahead yeah go ahead I, I will say that i really thought the offense made strides on sunday i mean they came out in the first two, you know, in seven plays, they scored two touchdowns. Now they, they hit a wall in between there, but then they came out in, the, in early fourth quarter and had a great drive on the ground all the way, yeah. scored a touchdown. Ran it and, down their throat. You know, oh, and man. come. If, you, if you're coming away with anything as a, as a Patriots fan, if you get over the bitter taste of how that game ended and the fact you're sitting at two yep. and four, the one thing that I still get excited about has popped up is, and it's family friendly podcast. So I'm going to say guts, but the guts Mac Jones showed after throwing a pick six and coming right back out and with the swagger completing that pass and Kendrick Bourne taking the house. I mean, I can, I can get excited about that because for all the talk about maybe Max 
about where he needs to be. He's not carrying the team and get out of here with that. Yeah. Well, who's saying they that? Have found a stud at quarterback and he's going to only keep getting better. Yeah. Who's wait a minute. <clears throat> so I saw this in some of the comments on BSJ people like talking about Mac and I'm going, wait, wait a minute. I think Laura, one of the members of BSJ said, if you think if, if anybody thinks Mac is to blame for this, they're morons. Like, I think that's what she said, which is exactly right. Like the kid is a stud and he plays and he has just, guts galore like you well, said he's lucky he's, he's still in one piece well yeah because so we I almost mean, saw his guts <laughs> on that blitz i mean oh, that man. that bother, i mean that, randy no, gregory but, around the edge Oof. but Eesh. but to my point though i thought the offense made strides on sunday mac being a big part of that of course and harris he's he's legit now yeah i mean he's I, good. I, well i'm I gonna mean, say he, i'm gonna tell you one other thing i'm gonna say that is controversial and I'm not, I, I don't know what the heck's going on around the team. I, I actually think this is going to sound crazy. Um, I think they got to get Nikhil Harry more involved. That back, that back shoulder fade yep. that he tried to throw to Aguilar. Aguilar was never going to catch that no, pass. Man. That's not his game. If they had had Harry out there, and the whole point of a back, back shoulder fade, by the way, is that they know what's coming and you're just going to go get the ball. Who cares if they know what's coming there? He's six, four and they throw, but they don't use, they use him as a tight end right now. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but they, yeah, they I don't, have him I don't in the game it. when they're going to run. Get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it either. Although I've told you all year, I don't understand their personnel decisions. I haven't, I haven't been able to piece it, it, it yet again on Sunday. We see a team that is subbing in and out personnel and doesn't always have their best players on the field in big situations. And I don't really understand it. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you brought up. I want to go back a minute, Andrew. I'm glad you brought up the fourth and three in overtime. So I'm saying I'm literally watching this game with Addie, big Cowboys fan, Addie is. And she's like, this game, this is, I mean, from the Cowboys colored lenses, she's like, this is the most frustrating game in the world. We should be dominating this game. And I'm thinking, yep, it, it, I can see how that's frustrating. So they get, the, we get the ball in overtime. And I told her, I said, that's okay. I said, literally before the, the possession, I said, that's okay. I said, that probably works out in Dallas's favor. She said, what are you talking about? Patriots get the ball. I said, nah, we'll go three and out. We'll punt it right to you. And then the minute we punt it to you, we won't stop you. I said, we won't go for it. And she's like, nah, nah, it's crazy. Blah, blah. So the minute it's fourth and three and they go to punt, I looked at her. I said, I told you, I said, and we're not getting the ball back. I said, cause well, this is the same thing they did against Tampa which was a bad bad uh, play call, kicking the long field goal in the rain. And then they do the same thing on fourth and three. It's Dad, you said it on Monday. It's the same thing that happened to the Chiefs in the 2018 sure uh, AFC Championship game, which is the minute the Patriots got the ball in that game, Mahomes and company knew they were not getting the ball back. But he's, well, Belichick's so conservative right now that it's killing the team. And what I was going to say was – it, 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 this is totally uncharacteristic of Belichick because in the past fourth down, I mean, he's, he goes for it on fourth. Down. He didn't get Peyton Manning the ball back in 2009 when it was fourth and three, because you he, know, knew, he and, knew they were going to go down and win. Why couldn't you do the and same then Monday, thing? And then the, the bills, I give the guy credit. They go for the ball. They can tie the game with a field goal and he goes for it inside the 10 on fourth down. It was I nice mean, to I, watch Josh Allen puke himself, though, and slip a slow. I don't have any yeah, cartoon sound effects. I get, I get that, but my point is that from a coach's standpoint, he's trying to win the game. Sure, you play I mean, to I, win. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Are you coached well, to win the game? Tough. I mean, that's always a tough. 
I, 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 I don't. Well, you think they should have so, punted? No, I just think that idea of like play to win the game's tough because you can also win a game on defense and special teams. I mean, I, it, but it is it, something does seem off about Belichick's feel for this team right now. Like that, that yeah. I think is the thing. That's a great point. That, that is the thing that just seems different, honestly, D- different, you know, the talent is the talent, the, the melding of the new pieces is the melding of the new pieces. They're clearly missing the, the swagger and kind of the clutch uh, plays of the past. But I think the biggest thing stands out to me is that Belichick used to be able to dial the right thing at the right time, even when it didn't work, he kind of knew what was happening he knew when to take a risk when not to take a risk and last year and this year both both years i i don't i don't know i mean i don't understand what his strategy is but he does not seem to be adjusting as he watches it play out on the field yeah and i think well well that that's alarming yeah it's real alarming and and i actually maybe that gives me more cause for concern than any of the player execution. I mean, it, it, you know, yeah. I don't that's know. a great, that's a great point, Andrew. And if you watch the game on Sunday and they, they always zoom in on Belichick, the cameras do, he almost has that look of confusion many times on the sideline. And, and that's not, you know, what Patriots fans are used to all these years. And to expound on that just a little bit, Mike, that piece you sent, um, but on Edelman the other day, yep. I mean, he hits the nail on the head, right? There are guys in that locker room that know the Patriot way. I mean, right. whatever, whatever that is, but they, 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 they've played there for quite a while. They know the Patriot way. So I don't buy the fact that it's all about these new guys. It's all about, you know, I mean, there are guys, there's a core of guys in that locker room that know what's up. Yeah. And and I don't quite know where where it's getting lost, but Edelman was great, by the way. Told him Bill 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 told him we'll keep it family friendly, but Bill told him, Hey, don't be a homer. If you want to MF us, MF us. <laughs> he said, Well, I'm MFing you, Bill. And he hey, said speaking of which uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just have a fan rant. No, 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 no. I I thought it was great. <clears throat> I thought it was great. And uh, by the way, I'm gonna ask Andrew, I'm gonna let you get get to your rant. But I want to pose this question too. And just think about it. Well, I will think about it while you're you're, you're on the rant. I see a lot of people, Boston Sports Journal specifically in the comments, because we're fans and this is where we, we, we get after it, that talk about, you know, it's the coaching this and coaching that. And I think you're exactly right, Andrew. I think not having a feel for where this team is strong and where it has opportunities, I think there's a little bit of confusion there from Belichick. I also think that maybe, and, and this is frustrating to me, that this team has done such a poor job in drafting, such a poor job managing the cap, such a poor job managing their talent that they had to spend billions of dollars last year in the offseason to get mediocre talent. And I look across this team, and Dad, I think this goes back to what you and I have talked about for a long time, which is something looks weird about this team. Nothing looks easy. They don't do anything easy. When I watch these other teams, heck, half of them aren't even that good that can execute a play, get a big chunk yardage, make a stop on defense, tackle a little bit differently, run through somebody to blow a play up. That stuff seems really difficult with this team. And I think it's because they're not actually talented. Like that's my view. When I watch this team, I go, they're not talented. Like I don't see anybody. I see Mac Jones, who's super talented. And then I look at all the people around them and I look at how old they are on defense. And I look and I go, eh, 
just just literally eh, like that's what i I think about their talent i push you on that a little bit though um i mean yes bad drafts i agree completely i actually think they have talent though right now i don't think talent's the problem right um we know this from the early pats dynasty like Football is a team sport. Yeah. Um, those teams weren't, they had talent. Like, don't get me wrong. Willem McGinnis, Teddy Bruschi, Ty Law. They, they had, they had guys who were ballers. They also were never the most talented team uh, across the board. They, mm-hmm. they, yeah, but were they, they ever the, co- were they ever the least talented team? Well, they had cohesion. They had focus. They had trust. They knew where to be and they knew how to do their job. I mean, it's the whole do your job thing. I just say all that to say, like, I do actually think it's frustrating to watch. They should be better than they are. They're not. I do actually think they're, especially on offense, they're getting better. And I can see the talent popping. I mean, Stevenson has live legs, man. That is a bad yeah, dude. Yeah, he's holding on football. Harris, good runner. Born. I mean, the, the past born caught and took to the house. I haven't seen a Patriot receiver run like that in a long time. Yeah. Like Hunter, Hunter Henry made a great catch on a great He's starting move. to get a lot better, by the way. Who, Hen- just, Henry? And, and they're thinking yes. too much. They're thinking too much. But the talent. I actually think they had a massive influx of talent through the draft and free agency, but it's, you know, it's kind of the, it, all the pieces have to come together and gel. And, and right now that's not what's happening. And that's why I think I'm, I'm maybe mostly worried about Belichick's feel for the team and the, the, the decisions he's making. Well, I, I also was worried about his mouth on Sunday because he was bleeding the entire time. Everybody, anybody else noticed that the entire time I'm sitting there going, what's, yeah. what's wrong with the guy? I don't know. Somebody brought up in the comments of Boston sports journal. that said, did anybody ask at all? Like what was wrong? <laughs> what's wrong with his mouth? Yeah, it looked like he had a rough Saturday night. <laughs> he might, um, he, he might've bit his tongue. One too many of the Ponderosa. You know what I'm saying? Um, Dad, what'd you say? He might've. He might have bit his tongue when the pick six happened. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> did. All right, Andrew, you got a rant for us. You said. Yeah, taking us in a completely different direction. But um, that uh, Darrell Rivas quote this week or interview quote this week. That's like, terrible. What a loser mentality. <laughs> I'm not calling him a loser. He was a great cornerback. He won a Super Bowl with us. Great corner. One of the best. But he didn't enjoy his please, time in New England. Somebody please tell that guy that coming out now and saying it was miserable there. The winning culture was too much, too much. Was, I mean, I, can you imagine Lame. Brady or Manning mm-hmm. or uh, anyone else who would want to be the greatest at their position? I mean, I just read that and thought, come on, man. Oh, Darrell, you don't look good in this, brother. He, like maybe well, just want, don't, don't take the interview. He, remind, you know who remind, he, he reminds me of Lane Johnson. <laughs> Oh, they don't have any fun in New England. Yeah. Okay, Lane. Whatever, dude. Yeah, fun's for I, I my wa- kids' birthday party. Um, <laughs> I watched the, the interview, room. Andrew. I watched the interview, and at the end of when he said that, after he said that, one of the guys that was there with him interview said, "Dude, you won a Super Bowl." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yeah. said, "Yeah, but you know they sell wins up there. That's what they that they're all about winning. They're all okay. So you don't want to be there. I mean, I don't, I don't understand I, that." We, we, who was it that did the we play to win the game? That's the game. Herm. Herm That's Edwards, right. man. Herm, Herm Edwards. Love Herm. Maybe we get Herm on the. Oh, actually, that was his coach for a while too. I was about too. to say so he, uh, he yeah. drowned that out apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. He didn't enjoy his time in the win. Any okay. other any other thoughts? Uh, just you know, I thought it was I thought it was saying the other day when McCordy they asked McCordy about the third and twenty five, and he said, you know, you wish you would have had more DBs on the field. I thought that was pretty uh, telling about who could have been on the field. 
it speaks volumes for that interview after the game. I Cordy, love Devin, but he was he was signaling a few things in that interview. Well, I mean, he's right. I mean, he was. I mean, I'm not I saying mean, I'm not saying Gilmore would have been active, but if you pay him earlier in the year and you have your best defensive player on the field, then he's probably active. Like he wasn't active because he was on uh, the pup list or whatever, but he might be active if you actually pay him so he can get back out on the field. I mean, he's, I think this week, isn't he coming off and he's starting for the Panthers this week? He's practicing right yeah, now. Right. So I don't want to hear it. I mean, that it means it, we get to see him. We get to see him in two weeks. Wonderful. By the way, let me let me ask you. I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm sure, Aglor is going to be able to make some moves there. Dane. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, do me a favor. Pull your uh, pull your uh, pull your schedule up here. You told me the other night that you told me the other night you saw 11 wins on this on this team. Uh-huh. I think I think we should go through the the remaining schedule as we wrap up here. I think this is a great idea and, and uh, more exciting than talking about the jets. I got to be honest. Oh, I, don't um, I don't care anything about the jets. Well, seeing as how the jets are one, uh, you know, responsible for three of the, um, like three of the six post Brady wins. Yeah. All right. So we got jets this Sunday. That's a win. All right. So what does so that get us to three, three and four. All right. Let's tally it. Dad, help me tally it. Three and four. We're at the at the Chargers on Halloween. Oof, oof. That's I mean, we shut the Chargers out last year. With Cam and the squad. What do you think? Yeah. Chargers are different. Justin Herbert's the real freaking deal, man. I'm it might right be. Now. I mean, how are we I, gonna go? let me ask you this question? No Gilmore. Because you have Gilmore, you can shut down Keenan Allen and Mike, uh, Mike Williams. You can't do that with one of you know J.C. Jackson alone. Yeah. How do they shut them down? I mean, I mean, uh, I, I could be wrong. I mean, all right. We'll loss. call the Jets a win. I mean, we'll we'll say we'll we'll lean Chargers. I don't think that's a three for sure loss, but I don't think that's a win either. Three and five so far. Three and five. All uh, right, keep going at the Panthers. Okay. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, think I think the Patriots can win that game. Well, yeah, they I give Darnold a lot of trouble. Obviously, you remember the Darnold seeing ghosts. Self a lot of trouble putting on his shoes in the morning. Well, rule <laughs> rule came out this week and said they said he sent a message to Darnold. You're not playing as well as you need to. Okay, all right. Well, so all right, let's call that a win. Yeah, yeah, we'll call I that a so. win. Four right. and six, four, four and five, right? Four, four and five. And five. Uh, okay. We host the Browns. Okay. Colt McCoy playing for the Browns? I hope not. I don't know. I think we win that game too. <laughs> Keenan Allen. I mean, no, but, wait a minute. You think we beat the Browns? No, it's Case Keenum. Case yeah, Keenum. I think we beat the Browns. I mean, this is what I was trying to say to you though, was that I don't think we're going to win eleven games, but okay. the path is there if well, they keep can going. get their act together. Keep going. Yes. Let's go. At the Falcons, that's a win. All right. So hold on, man. Where are we at now? <laughs> five, six and five. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Six and five with the Falcons. Oof. Then uh, uh, noon kickoff uh, with the tight ver- at Titans, the Titans. Titans King at home. Henry. No, at home. Oh, is at home? England, okay. Which yeah, it's means, in New England. Which means we'll lose. Um, <laughs> King Henry will run for he'll run for four hundred yards on that defense. He'll uh, still be running on Monday morning. Actually, yeah, great. That's actually, no, no, great leverage play. Don't play King Henry. Just they're not going to be able to. Tannen Hill will throw for four hundred yards to Julio Jones and AJ right, Brown. So that's a loss. So what was that was that six and six? Yeah. Yep. Uh, at the Bills. So here, this is interesting because you think the Bills are bad. You've, I don't think they're bad. Come on, I, just, now. I think that they're. I think they're. They've had their. They've had their tires pumped a little too much. 
I honestly could see the Patriots splitting with the Bills. Yeah, I'd to be honest. To be honest, you, you we'll say it's... they lose the one at Buffalo. That puts us at six and seven. Okay. Colts at Colts. That's a game we should win, but yeah. seems like a sneaky game that we probably won't. Correct. It's, oh, it's a sneaky game, but I, I, I like if Matt keeps progressing the way he is and the offensive line settles, like I, I like our chances against Carson Wentz. All right. Seven and seven. We win the next one against the Bills. Eight and I seven. I think we split. Jaguars at home. If we lose that game, you know, just, I mean, whew, nine and seven. Nine and then and seven. the Dolphins in Miami, which is a house of horrors. Um, against Deshaun Watson. No, so, no. Even if they, even if they get Watson, he's not playing this year. I mean, that's not going to be doing Deshaun Watson. No, he got um, too much going on. Yeah. Deshaun's got some things he's got to focus on right now. A little um, bit. 10 and so what's that? 10 and uh, 10, 10 and seven. seven. That makes that playoffs. Seven. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Ooh, 10 and seven makes the playoffs. Yeah. 10 and seven makes playoffs. Have you seen the AFC? They get pounded by the NFC every week. Yeah, except yeah. except for Seattle when we need him to beat Pittsburgh. Well, Geno Smith was the quarterback, okay? Well, and they almost lost, they almost lost in overtime still. Yeah. It would have been great. Dad, do you think 10-7 and seven makes the playoffs? I think, I think they got a chance at 10-7 and seven to make playoffs, yeah. But the thing is, and like you say, the Steelers now all of a sudden they're over 500. You know. Ravens are they good. Were two, the Ravens yeah. are really good. Chargers are good. Yeah. But that was yeah. That was, I, I'm pull the standings point. up here. I'm pull I, the I think the biggest, the biggest issue really is what happens with the Chiefs, for one thing. You know, um, no, but, well, so a couple of things. The Chiefs. The, the this is this is my point on Sunday to Mike. We don't have to play the Chiefs. Right. We don't have to play the Ravens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the Titans at home. Uh, the Bills are in the division, so even though they look great, we have a chance to split with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't have to play any of the top NFC teams. I mean, I'm looking at this True. thing, and we got the Panthers and the Falcons left, and I, and I think the Panthers are actually better than people think. Like, I, I think for sure, I, I don't think we're going to win that game for sure, but I think we have a good chance. Like, the schedule actually is not that hard if we can get our act together and play, but we do need the Chiefs and the Ravens and all those other teams to win their game games so that nobody else sneaks in at 10. That's right. Right. That's right. 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 I mean, at at the end of the day, from the get go, the schedule was in a Patriots phase. Sure. First things first, we better beat the jets this week. Right. So, so with, with that in mind, the Patriots currently sit 11th in the AFC one game behind the Browns, one game ahead on the tie break of the Colts. And they have the jets coming up here. Which, if we're looking here, just to give you a rundown of the game, it is a let's see, Pats Jets seven seven point, seven point line, seven point favorites at home, total forty two and a half. Predictions here. We got a couple more minutes before we got to get off. Predictions here before we jump off and get ready for a yeah big game on Sunday. Andrew, prediction. I mean, I I think we win. That. I think we win. I think, Don't sound so confident. Um, Don't sound so confident. I, well, I'm trying to think <laughs> through how how we win. Um, I'll probably win. Nick Folk probably kicks like six field goals. Nah, I think we. I think we beat him pretty. I think we beat him pretty handedly. We didn't even play that well in the first game. I think Wilson's gotten a little bit better, but he Belichick's going to have the scheme devised for him. I bet you Belichick's going to spend a little bit more time with the defense this week. Uh, might even call the plays on Sunday oh, if we could only. And I actually. I actually think um, 
you, I think we'll see the same more progression from Mac in the offense. I mean, I, you know, I'll say, um, 24, 10, okay. 27, 14, something like that. All right. Dad, what about you? I think 28, 14. Oh, I, I, I don't like think it. Wilson throw. I don't think Wilson, Wilson throws four interceptions again this week. No, I don't think but, so. But, but I think the Patriots, if they continue to make strides offensively, I think they can score 28 points. Yep. I don't think the Jets. I don't think the Jets will score enough to beat the Patriots. 28-14. All right, 28-14. I like it. I'm going to go probably a little bit lower scoring, um, just because I think the Jets' defense is actually they have some playmakers. They have some guys that that give them a little bit of trouble. I actually do think there's going to be a lot of field goals. I think you're going to look at something like a 20 to 20 to 10 type of game, 20 Oof. to 10, something like that, um, where it's a uh, goes under Patriots cover, maybe late, uh, you know, a go ahead, score late, something like that, just to, to seal it. But I do think you're going to see, um, I think, I think unfortunately you're going to see a lot of Nick folk. Hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, hopefully they, they come in and dominate, but, uh, we'll see on Sunday and, uh, guys, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, i like I said, I, it, it's, uh, Andrew, Andrew hit it on the head, you know, rewrite the expectations and every Sunday I'm going to sit there and watch him and, Me and, too. and, you know, and, uh, I think it's, I think the offense, I do think they're getting better defensively. Like Andrew said, I hope Belichick does, you know, put his, you know, print on the defense a little bit more than he's been doing. Um, yep. I, I think they're going to be better. I do. I think they're going to get better as they go. All right. Andrew, final thoughts? About a minute left? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I say they can get to 10 and 7. I don't think they are going to get to 10 and 7. Right. I think we're probably right. looking at a, at a rebuild year and a chance for guys to get better. So my my what I'm trying to do is reset and just each week watch for that progress. Right. Uh, I think I'm excited about Mac. Uh, I think turning on every Sunday and seeing what Mac can do is, uh, is probably what I'll be looking for on Sunday too. All Does right. he get better? Does he make some plays? Awesome. All right, guys. Well, Hey, that was episode five. Uh, sorry about the week off, but we'll be back week to week moving forward. Enjoy the game on Sunday and uh, go Pats. We'll see you next time.